Good morning, Discover Energy Work. I have to tell you that we have some F-bombs in this episode. Uh, so the language is not suitable for small ears and not suitable for playing in public. Hello and welcome to Discover Energy Work and we're back here again. But today actually is kind of a special day. I really can't say that often I've had what I feel is a celebrity and um, somebody who's written a book, which I think is, I would say it's got genius written all over it. Um, so I have Lorna Gabriel here with me. Thank you so much for joining us, Lorna. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and um, you've written this book and it, you know, one of the things that one of the first things that really gripped me in the book was hanging on a meat hook where you're talking about like hanging on a meat hook and i practice tai chi and there's a tai chi master that says you want to be hanging from the top of your head on a meat hook just relax so so relaxed in your body like like dead meat when you move and i was like but i feel that you're going even deeper, like you're going down some steps into a base. Now, the, the picture is just incredible. And I feel like it says that you went through a rather incredible transformation. Can you can you give us some background to that? Sure. Or am I jumping yeah. in too quickly? <laughs> no. Oh, hell no. <laughs> That's not possible with me. <laughs> um, well, so I, um, I've been doing this work for, um, well, since the beginning of 2017. So 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, no, five years. It's not possible. I yeah, think I so. <laughs> wow. That's like legit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I've been doing this work for, for five years, um, and have a very successful company um, doing doing work in in really the cutting edge the bleeding edge of consciousness is 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 really just kind of the best way to talk about it I mean I help people um, I help entrepreneurs um, discover their genius their 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 true um, well we don't need to go into the metaphysics and the energetics of genius but but that's what I help them do and then I help them monetize their genius um, and so it gets into some brass tacks, you know, sales, marketing, business building kind of stuff, but it's all underpinned with, um, the, the understanding and the application of, um, consciousness, metaphysical law, spiritual law, energetic law. Um, so I got into this, um, I mean, I think as, you know, anybody does who, who, um, is on a path of, of evolution and growth, um, because I had a major, um, dark night of the soul before that. And, right. you know, it's like the Jonah and the whale story. It's, you know, I was running for my calling. And, um, when you, when you agree in this lifetime to, to live out your, your calling, your mission, and you don't do it, you're going to be in big trouble and you have nobody to blame but yourself. Um, right. So the big trouble, huh? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're the one that was trying to avoid your calling and the big trouble. What yep. was that? 
Yep. So the big trouble um, was, so, so I'll tell you what the fall from grace was. So, so, so I spent um, about 15, 15 to 20 years in corporate America. I was, um, I sat on the boards of companies. I helped build and run um, companies. You know, I had it all quote unquote. Um, made really good money. I had all the things and, 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 um, was really good at what I did. And I was miserable. I was, I was, I was absolutely every day dreading waking up and, and, um, you know, putting on a facade and pretending that I fucking cared about any of the shit that I was doing, which I didn't mm. at all. Mm. And, um, it's because fundamentally, um, I did not believe in, um, I, I, I did not believe that if I stepped into my spiritual genius, that I would, that I would make much money. It really, it really came down to, do I want the nice things that I have, or do I want to follow my calling and being a, be a poor what writer or, you know, I didn't even know what, what I would, what I was really supposed to do. My dad is a priest. I have a lot of priests and missionaries in my family. In fact, I have a, um, there's actually a martyr in my family, a man who was, was killed, um, speared in the back by a tribe of cannibals in, uh, I believe it was Ecuador, um, as a missionary. So I have missionary blood in me. So I always felt that I was meant to do something like that. But my message, as you know, because you've read the book, is an uncomfortable message. It is not a popular message at all. It's kind of the most unpopular message you could be, be, be carrying in these days. And it's getting more unpopular. <laughs> well, um, um, I, yeah, but I feel like it's, it's um, how can I say, there is a certain um, rationale to it. I mean, I, I, I get, yeah. I get that. But it's like, all oh, right, I hear what you're saying. If you don't, uh, if you don't uh, own up to your your dark side, then you're only living half a life. Could I say that? Would that be putting it too simply? Well, yeah, that that is a simplification. Um, what I I mean, there's, there's many, there's many aspects to my message. One of the most, one of the most confronting is that there are no victims. There are no victims. Yeah, they right. exist. Victims do not exist. So all of this stuff in the world about activism and me too, and all the fucking shit that's going on is just a bunch of shit. It's just a bunch of bullshit. It's people um, unwilling to own their own power and take control and radical responsibility of their own energy mastery. And if they did that, they would not be available to any kind of shit happening in their lives. I mean, it's really that simple. Um, instead of everybody going around blaming other people and everybody else for their, you know, wounds and their, you know, it's just, it's crazy. It's just getting insane. Um, so part of the message is that, that, that there are no victims, hard stop. I understand if you take that to its logical, logical conclusion, you get into some really sticky spaces and really sticky questions about about people and, and what they've been through as, you know, children and all kinds of, you know, all kinds of stuff. And the fact is that there are no victims. And, um, you know, it, it, I, there's, there's a lot of kind of nuanced metaphysics behind that um, because people tend to think that I'm saying that people consciously choose their conditions. 
And that is not true. It is an unconscious choice at a soul level in order to evolve and learn. And sometimes you choose really shitty situations, <laughs> truly tragic on a human level, devastating yeah. situations, but you still chose it. And well, you must have experienced this like personally, like. You, you well, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I've talked a little bit about my, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, you know, I was in an abusive relationship, you know, I was slapped around. Um, my, my growing up years were very dark. Um, there was, you know, there, it, you know, I'm, I'm on very good terms with my parents now. <laughs> so I, um, I feel a little conflicted, you know, talking about this, but the fact is that it was, it was, it was not a, there was emotional abuse. There was, um, uh, there was, there was mental, you know, abuse and it was, um, it was like living in a war zone emotionally. There was, you know, it was, uh, it was, it, I was diagnosed a couple of years ago, actually at the beginning of this business, right, a couple of years, a couple of months before with, um, PTSD from, from that, which at the time I was like, I don't, I'm not a veteran. Like I've, I haven't been in war. Like how do I have PTSD? And that's ridiculous, you know? Um, and my, my, uh, my psychiatrist or psychologist at the time said, you're, you qualify because of what you, because of what you went through. I've heard stories where mine just looks like a walk in the park and I'm oh. not, you know, um, but the fact is that I chose those conditions at a soul level, I chose them. Um, I, I was, I, I wouldn't say that I was raped, but my friends at the time when it happened told me that I was raped. This was in high school. Um, I chose those conditions. I mean, I radically apply this to myself. There is, there is nothing that I excuse in, in my experience and what I've been through as anything other than I, I chose this. And now I have to figure out why the fuck I chose that. You know, why the fuck did I choose this? Mm. Um, and so that's part of that. That was a big, that was a big part of the message that I was unwilling to carry um, because, well, for obvious reasons. I mean, how, how can you, nobody wants to hear that message. So where's my, how am I going to get it heard and who's going to listen to me and how am I going to make money off of, you know, this? No, I mean, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. I need to just put my nose to the grindstone and, and do what I'm good at, which is sales and marketing and build, building businesses and just kind of ignore this tap on my shoulder that, you know, would not go away. So I did that. And then, um, you know, my, my calling came calling. And, uh, and I was fired from the family business that I had been helped build and worked in for 12 years. Um, and I immediately jumped into another, another job uh, reporting to the CEO of a company and I turned the company around in 10 months and he fired me um, because I was just a nightmare of a person. I was miserable and I was just really a nightmare. Um, and so then I thought, okay, this is, this is the sign that I needed, that I need to start building this business, but I was mentally and emotionally uh, very unstable um, and, and uh, in a very toxic relationship. And so I spent four years and I burned through everything, all of my money, all my savings, all my 401k, everything that I, all my credit cards, everything 
um, trying to get this business off the ground for four hellish, hellish um, years. I was suicidal. I had a nervous breakdown. I checked myself into a clinic. I mean, not, this is, you know, it was, it was life or death. And, um, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So I, uh, I eventually ended up living with my parents in their spare bedroom at the age of 43 with my fifth grade daughter. And, um, Re trying to rebuild. So then I started to rebuild, but how did I rebuild? I went back to plan B, which a lot of people do when it gets too hard and crazy and scary and shameful and embarrassing, go back to what you know. So that's what I did. And if you do that, you are going, you, it's just a matter of time before, you know, you have to learn the lesson. This is the thing you had to learn the lesson. So I went back and I got a sales job and I couldn't sell. I literally could not I couldn't do the only thing that I knew how to do. And at that point I was, I was, um, I, I was also, you know, I, I was in a very emotionally abusive relationship and I was trying to get the guy back. I was mentally unstable. I was crying every day. I couldn't, I couldn't function. I mean, it was terrifying. Um, and so I knew I was going to get fired again. So I quit instead and I jumped into another job and I was fired in 10 weeks. And that's when, um, that's when the world kind of, you know, ended, um, because I, I had destroyed any chance of going back to that world. I knew I couldn't go back to that world, but mentally and emotionally, I was, I was going to end it. I, I say with all seriousness, if I didn't have a daughter, I would not be here. Um, and, and so my, 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 my parents stepped in and, and gave me the time and the space that I needed to figure out what in the fuck was wrong with me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bright, capable person with potential and promise and I'm 43, you know, and my life is a fucking mess and I'm, and I'm suicidal and I'm having nervous breakdowns. This is not okay, what the fuck is going on? And I knew, I knew what was going on. And um, so throughout the course of all of this, I was diagnosed, which, I, which is one of the things that I talk a lot about, which is the diagnosis of, of genius as whatever, you know, in my case, it's bipolar and several other things, severe mood and anxiety disorder, PTSD and stuff. And um, was told I needed to go on medication. And I said, no. Um, and, you know, she said, you, you need two forms of medication just to stabilize. You need to be in three meetings a week. I mean, it was, you know, she was like, you are in a bad, 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 bad way. And I was, but I knew why. And I knew that she was not going to be the person to guide me out of it. So, so this is where the story of the, the, the meat hook um, kind of landed for me. It's, it's actually the story of Inanna. Um, who is the original dark goddess. All dark goddesses um, spring from her. It's a 5,000 year old story. <clears throat> and and um, the, the meat hook moment is, so, so the story is she is the goddess of heaven and earth, I believe. And she's got all of her finery on and she steps down this long stone staircase down to the pit of the earth because she's going to go visit her sister in hell. Basically, her sister is the, the goddess of, of the underworld. 
And at every step along the way, a guard comes out and demands some of Inanna's finery. And so by the time she gets to the bottom, she's naked and alone and in the pit of the earth. And what I say, and then, and then she's lifted onto a meat hook and becomes just nothing but bone. Um, and then after three days, she's lifted off the meat hook. She goes back up the steps and she, at each step along the way where she had to give a piece of her finery, she is given it back. And so she emerges at the top um, arrayed in all her finery and completely transformed. Mm. And the meat hook moment is one that I, um, I teach on a lot because it is the most understood moment in consciousness. Um, and it's guaranteed to be diagnosed by mental health professionals. Um, but it is the place of the most profound transformation and, um, and um, well, yeah, transformation. Um, and the place that it takes you is a new place in consciousness. It doesn't, it, this is not about what I say enlightenment, this is about endarkenment. Um, but, it's, but it's a moment that requires that you, um, well, we don't need to go into that. That would, that would be a whole conversation in and of itself. But the point being, um, I went yeah, through that, that later. <laughs> We'll do that one later. I went through that moment and I, you know, I refused to take medication. I, I, I knew what this was. And I, and I just decided that I was going to reprogram my own mind and my own consciousness. And I came across the, the eight archetypes um, that most people are very familiar with. And I discovered hidden inside those archetypes, I discovered a profound tool for personal mastery that people have said is, is the most profound tool they've ever, um, ever used. And I, I called it shadow alchemy. And, um, and I don't, I'm not on medication. I never got on medication. Um, but using that own modality on, on my own consciousness and my own mind and my own psyche, um, I started this business and I did a million in sales in 10 months, which has never been done before. I was symptom free. I, I say I'm still crazy, but I'm function highly functional. <laughs> Um, which is what everybody fears when, when they know that they have some kind of disruptive genius, like I call them dark workers. The, we are the people who are coming with the disruptive message, the discomfort divinity, not the message that makes you feel comfortable, not the message that makes you feel even loved because we have a very distorted definition of, of love. And, um, yeah. so, so. I just, um, I reprogrammed my own psyche and I upgraded my own psyche um, using the energetics and the, and the metaphysics of these archetypes. And um, that was in 2017 and we're now a multi-million dollar global company. I have a, a huge team um, working for me and. That's wonderful. You know. That's amazing. That's so, it's so great. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, I, I, um, I think um, it's very easy for people when they say like you've got a like a 
discordant message. I'd say like, you know, the, the rebels, um, if Jesus were to be here now, they'd be, they'd be really against him. I mean, when he was there, they were really against him because he said, he said, by the way, what you're doing is not here. I'd like to point you out. What's the most useful thing I can do is point, point out to you where you're not right. No, oh, that's yep. very good what you're doing over there. That's great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. Come on. Who who ordered the cheese cheerleader? Like Jesus was the greatest <laughs> cheerleader. Yeah. Pom poms. Yeah. So um, you know, I think um I think what you've what you've brought up oh. for me is is beautiful. And I like mm. I, I think there's one uh, word I want you to get rid of. I mean, because I follow Taoism and the Tao. It's about letting go, Wu Wei, letting go of everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let go of letting go. Yeah. So, so a lot of what you say, I can say, oh, I can, I can relate that to the to the Taoist idea, where it's really about a return, return to nature. But there is no word that we can use. So everything you think, everything you believe, everything you think you are not as well you need to let go of to to get a glimpse of a bigger um, how can I say a bigger yeah and 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 I um actually I studied Taoism for years and years I I, I um through coins every my mom still sends me her her thing her reading every morning oh really <laughs> um, yeah yeah so so I I yeah I was really into it for many years um there is a distinction. Um, it's not, it's the, the meat hook moment is, um, well, I'm trying to articulate. It's not just letting go. There's, there is a, there is a, <laughs> there is a, a an active, it's not even an active passivity. It, it, it is a, it is an, um, it's the most paradoxical moment in consciousness. So everything I say about it, then I have to immediately contradict what I just said, because it is the most paradoxical moment. And, and it's, it's, um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure I can, maybe we, if we have a part two, I'll, I'll be able to articulate, um, articulate well, I mean, that. You know what but, uh, the, the Tao, about the Tao, if you can yeah. say what is the Tao, you don't know what is the Tao. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the difference about what 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 this work is, it's not a return to nature, um, because that is not our. Um, that is not. We don't. We are not. I guess I'll just say it this way: We are not beings born of this earth, and we don't we don't operate according to, we can choose to operate according to natural law and according to the laws of nature, but we don't, we don't actually have to. And there, there is a, a there is a super metaphysical um, set of spiritual laws, which is where the dark, the dark field operates. So there's the light grid. And I don't know if I talk about this in the book, but there's the light grid, which is which is literally what powers the planet, um, metaphysically and and physically, 
And that is what establishes spiritual law that we all agree and kind of recognize in all religions and every, you know, I mean, if you really get down to it, everybody's saying basically the same thing. But there is a new, there is a new um, field of consciousness that is being built right now, which is going to bring in um, the waking dream world, which is, which is the quantum and the 3D worlds um, coexisting, which is like impossible for us to even conceive of that. Um, and those laws are totally and completely alien, true, they're actually alien um, to, to the laws of the earth. So it's not a return to nature, it's actually a recoding of our consciousness to be able to step into and host this brand new field um, that is coming, that is coming through. So yeah, I, I think um, in, in terms of nature, I mean, everything. So it's, it's from the, from the beginning, before the beginning of time to after the end of the time, that's, that's, if I could say. Right. You're, but you're still talking about that, 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 that a, a, what is coming is not yet. So it can't be encompassed and it's literally coming from nothing. It's being built from the nothing. And it's, yeah. it's radically. Um, it's transcendental. It sounds like it sounds like it's from, it's be, between yin and yang. It's the, it's that transcendental moment. Beyond oh, duality. You're cutting out. I'm oh, sorry. Beyond duality is that transcendental moment. Um, what do you mean by that? So if there's what if there's a duality, so a before and after, a ex existence and non-existence, it's it's the point, the creative point of both of those. Um what is well you that's what you can't say what, what I'm it is. About yeah, the, 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 the Tao says you can't say what it is. I'm not saying that you're, you're saying oh, what you're saying I, is the Tao. But sure the, the, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Tao is that which can't be expressed. It will, mm -hmm. We'll see light and we'll see dark and we'll think that's light, that's dark. And essentially, you're missing the point because you're looking at light and dark. Yeah, that, that's, that's Taoism. That's Tai Chi is in the... Is the it's the middle point. So you have to have these uh, three um, dynamic energies. You have the, the yang and the yin, and then what creates the yang and the, yang and the yin cannot be yang or yin, yin or yang. It's got to be something else. That is the fundamental uh, driving primal energy of the universe. From It's called nothingness or taiji, mm. and from that, everything appears. But we have a grasping mind, which is always grasping onto the next thing. We let go of something to grasp onto something. And the Taoists want you to return back to the zero, back to the nothingness, so that you go into this. I can't say it's no mind. It's actually the, it's beyond no mind. It, it's it, no mind's the dual mind. So it's something else. And uh, I feel like in your book, you just, you're just hitting on some, like, beautifully, um, on some profound truths that I can understand. Okay, yes, I do understand. I'm understanding it from my 
uh, framework. Yeah. Uh, of doubt, but I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, it's it's, it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Um, and so, because when I met my teacher, he, he he introduced me, and I was feeling energy within three days. He just put me in this. He he's transferred the energy. He actually put a seed of consciousness inside of me, um, which which when you just relax, you it would just go something else, another program was happening it was just unbelievable and um and so i'm curious when you went through this process did you start did weird things start like sort of doors opening and you know things appearing from nowhere start happening that that's not um i don't have the gift of clairvoyance and i'm really annoyed about that <laughs> Um, I love that you're annoyed about it. It's super annoyed me. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of my clients can fucking see shit, ghosts and, and, and auras and beings and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, I don't, I have, that's, no, I, this just not, doesn't, do, clear cognizance is my, is my um, most, most powerful gift. I, I just know, I just know things. I just know them. Um, and, and, but, but in terms of, you know, strange things, I mean, you know, um, I can't, I can't really bring any to mind, but that isn't really how my, my transformation, um, was conducted. It was, it was really conducted through the psyche. I mean, that's why, you know, I feel like I'm, Carl Jung too, you know, I, 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 um, I'm, I'm essentially taking his work and, and, uh, uh, in some ways completing it and then going to the next, to the next stage with it. You know, his work was all about individuation and the process of individuation. And, and that is what, um, that is what shadow alchemy actually it, it actually does that that's what it does for people it, it completes their their full journey of consciousness which is the hero's journey and then the heroine's journey which is the anana story mm. um right so in more in my case my hero's journey was 15 years in corporate america all the all the bounty you know all the spoils of war all the titles you know all the things that a hero that a hero gets um, and then everything was taken away and stripped away. And that's the, that's the heroine's journey. And then there's the anti-hero's journey, which is what, which is what I, which is what I'm bringing. That's, that is the next stage in the process of, um, where, where essentially we go from being the hero in the story, in the fairy tale to being the monster in the fairy tale. And, um, and that's, that's, you know, I mean, we can, we can go into that, but that's essentially what the, another piece of the message that's very disruptive and uncomfortable. I'm curious, um, like you don't look like a monster to me, but I mean, what, well, what do you have, mean? You, what do you... have you talked to anybody who used to be in my world and is not in my world anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I've been called every the book i've been called a cult leader i've been called a narcissist i've been called a sociopath i've been called uh i mean i've been called uh, every every name in the book 
you know, by many, you know, mm. many people. Um, the, what I mean by the monstrous, and this goes, this goes to what I was saying about what, what's coming is utterly new and it does not, it does not, it is not in accord with um, natural or spiritual law as we know it now. You know, if you look at monsters in fairy tales, they are a law unto themselves. They're the only, um, the only character, the only entity in a fairy tale that is a law, they are a law unto themselves. They are lawless. Mm. Um, and, and our consciousness, at least at this stage of evolution, has got to operate according to some kind of law. We simply cannot handle the, the, the absolute chaos of everyone being a law unto themselves. And I, and I don't mean just kind of doing whatever they want to do. I mean, actually accessing a source code that provides them with, with access to source, um, source codes of power and operational energy that is in no relation whatsoever. That's why I call it the irratio is coming. So the ratio is what built the light grid which is why in the Bible in John, it, it, in, in Greek, um, you know, it's logos. in the beginning was the word, logos. Um, and that is all about ratio and rationality and relationship. That is the, the fundament of the light grid of our consciousness, our psyche, how everything operates here. And what's coming is the irratio and 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 the monstrous and and of course it's the monstrous to to us now right it's the monstrous to the hero in the journey who doesn't want to be eaten alive but for whom being eaten alive is the ultimate transformation um and not just being eaten alive but becoming the monster on the other on the other side and this goes to the metaphysics of the waking dream reality because the waking dream reality is one in which every single um entity of consciousness is a law unto themselves and can operate matter at will as they will um it's it's a total breakdown and it's going to be a total breakdown in all of our systems because if you if you have no shared reality and if you have no shared morality and if you know have no shared spiritual law that governs kind of like what i was just saying right if you if you run from your calling you'll be you'll be held to account for that because there's a common spiritual law that operates on all of us right now um but that's no longer going to be the case it's 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 just going to be a crazy crazy different you, world so it's not vision that, yeah you've got this totally different vision which is paradigm breaking in a way yeah and the monstrous um, it, that's what I mean by the monstrous is that you are a law unto yourself and, and, um, and have, and can, and can, um, work on the source codes of matter and energy and energy to matter and matter to energy at will and, um, not according to some shared construct or, um, like operational manual for how to do that. Um, and so, and that looks, that's absolutely terrifying to, to the human. I mean, that's terrifying. That's like the most, that's like the, the, 
the ultimate in the unpredictable, right? The monster is, is out where the monster is because we cannot have that kind of unpredictable law unto itself living among us. So yeah. the option is to kill the monster, which is what the hero does. And- You know, you know Lorna, I've got to say, it, it seems to me that once people uh, get caught offside by their psychics, so their psychics see what, say they're playing games or they're, they're not being honest or whatever, you know, in a lot of ways, the psychic is always the monster because he's he's uh, seeing a different reality, which is kind of like, say, a di different reality. I'd say a, another layer of truth, which the person sort of, you know, it's kind of catching the hypocrites out. So in many ways, the psychics have been the monsters. Like I, I talk about, mm -hmm. there's this um, um, stigma that there is on mental health. And there's mm -hmm. a very much a stigma on psychic. And I'd say we, if you're psychic, you've got a double, double stigma. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, um, you've got a double, double stigma. You're not allowed to be depressed. You're not allowed to, you know, say anything which is kooky if you're psychic. Like, it's, it's almost like, um, but what I feel uh, you're saying is, is very, very interesting. And uh, I think, um, yeah, we're going to see, well, I'm always fascinated by, you know, the stories I was telling you about the remote viewers that I've had on, on here, I've had uh, uh, Paul Smith was, was on here. And whilst the government, the um, United States government was spending millions of dollars, they had these psychics um, who would just go and go into underground bases with their minds, read codes, read launch codes, um, go in, go inside, you know, the other, the other uh, side of the world and go into- It's like, why are you making it so hard on yourself? Just use the psychic, oh my God. <laughs> right, so, so you can yeah. see there's a big political problem, yeah? If um, the government's like, yeah, we're, we're okay knowing what the other people do, but we don't like having our people knowing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, so I feel like I feel like the laws are not ready. The laws are not ready. Like if you say there are no no victims, I can I have been in the consciousness oh, where I've oh, yeah. experienced that. I've been. Yeah. I mean, my 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 example of it is I'm sitting in a room. I'm actually an art model. Um, after I met my teacher, I was earning earning money doing act model uh, jobs, and I was sitting in there. I was I was sitting there for an hour, two hours, just in one pose. And I felt this entity in the room, like a wind going round. And it said like, oh, I, I felt like, oh, nobody wants it, I'll take it. And it was a cold and I felt this wind come and land on me. I, I took it and I caught a cold. Mm. And then I discovered in Japanese that pulling a cold, pulling a wind is Japanese for, for catching cold. So wow. it's literally- amazing. Yeah, I chose it. I can't blame anybody for that. That's I went, fucking hilarious. So it was like, anybody want a cold? Anybody want a cold? Anybody want a cold? You're like, I do. I'd like a cold. And, and another on another occasion, I'm in, I mean, I had this, something hit me on the head and I thought it was enlightenment. It was actually a bicycle seat and I, my head bled, bled and I had, it's a strange story, and I had for three days, I was, I was, uh, hearing other people's thoughts, if 
they didn't say them, I would say them. If I didn't say that thought, I, then they would say it. And I'm like, and even to the point that, oh, the, the shoulder's going to move. If I don't move it, somebody else is going to move the shoulder and I'd see somebody else move the shoulder. I'm like, wow. oh, wow. So, so we're talking about like, I mean, what I like to say is we don't even know what the self is. We, you know, talk about psychology. I mean, I, I've got a degree in psychology. I mean, my mm. thesis was we don't, we don't know what the self is. There's way, way too much evidence that it's not what we, we're talking about. And I don't believe that socially we're ready for uh, a, a paradigm shift. Legally, no. we're not. Like no. uh, the victim, well, the victim decided to be murdered, so, Your Honour. Yeah. It, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, it's a victim's fault. I know. You know not so, for, you know, a thousand years or something, you know, well, if, if, we, if, we, if we even choose how choose that path but you're absolutely right I mean what do you do about the, the legal system and I, I mean you know yeah it's I mean but the thing is that when you um if if you're the monster and everyone else is the monster then monsters don't take each other to court like that's not how they that's not how they that's not how they operate um and, and by then it won't be monstrous. It won't be that, that will be the, the term for it because it will be, it, it will actually be probably, you know, God or what is beyond, what is actually beyond God, um, beyond the God archetype. Um, but from our perspective, from our vantage point, it is, it is the monstrous that is coming. I've, uh, I've got to say, I, I like your message. And I think it's, you know, you know, Dave Chappelle's got this thing on Netflix that C said something apparently that's naughty. And everyone's watching his show now just to see what was the naughty yeah. thing he said. And I've yeah. got to say, to a certain extent, you, by having a challenging message, so many people are going to hear you and listen to you because they're going to go, what? I could yeah. become a monster? And yeah. I love that. I get a I lot of free. PR from the people who hate me <laughs> because hate they're, they're constantly talking you. about no no but there are people who really who really they they really do I mean they are and they are they are fucking serious about it it is this is serious business and she needs to be you know I mean I have I it, it's hilarious to me but um but every time they do that more people come into my world because because they're like wait what's she saying what's she saying actually <laughs> I really resonate with that. So, you know. A, a, um, good, a good friend of mine runs a, um, runs a um, yoga retreat. Uh, he founded a yoga retreat. And he's the most spiritual man. But it, it, if I ever came up against him in business, I think I'd be shaking in my boots. Because he, yeah. he, he is a warrior. He's a yeah. full warrior in business. And, you know, if you meet him in meditation or talk about spiritual things, he's just like, wow, he's mm. just so impressive. And I think, I think that's um, where we, you know, it's nice to, you know, take all the archetypes, screw them up into one and, you know, let's start again, you know, um, because you can be anything you want, really. So, yeah. 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 Um, Beautiful talking to you. Yes, you too. This was great. 
I, I'm afraid. Uh, what I like to say, uh, what I like to say to people, I just don't. I mean, uh, well, I, I'd like to say first of all, I, thank you so much for sharing what I think is like incredibly personal things about your life, and, and uh, thanks for also, you know, I, I acknowledge that you, uh, you know, there's certain things you don't want to talk about for for the relationship with your family and so on. I I, I really love that when you touched on that, and um, you know, in my very humble little podcast. I'm totally thrilled. I feel it's, um, you know, really good fortune for me. And I feel it's like when I read your book, I was like, I think I know why, because I can feel like you've just got the most incredible um, energy, which is, yes, yes, I think it is Discordian, but it, it's challenging people to wake up. Yeah. Yeah. And what what advice can you give people? Is there if they're just starting on that this road to try and discover like their genius? Is there like a one liner that you have or not really? Um, well, the, my advice is give 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 up trying to discover your genius. It will come to you. Um, it, it, that's <laughs> the, the whole process of awakening and what I call going sane um, is has to be more important than what's my genius. There's there's this kind of preoccupation and kind of idealization of it. And, and it's not going, genius is an imperial frequency of the highest order and it's not going, it doesn't fuck around and it's not here to be like, you know, to, to serve, to serve our needs. That's not genius has genius right now is what's carrying the monstrous, the, the monstrous codes. And it is, it is completely disinterested in the comfort of the human, the human narrative, <laughs> the experience, the human oh. anything. is absolutely does not fucking care. And so people who are like, what's my genius? You know, that that's the wrong focus. That's just the complete wrong focus. What I would say is um, master your consciousness first. Master your consciousness and do it for real. Um, and that is not easy to do. And 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 all else follows from right. from that. Super beautiful. I'm also I've got to say I'm reminded of Korbievsky. I think he wrote one of his one of his books was about becoming sane, and he said something about like everything you say is not true because the opposite is also true. Um, something like that anyway that's that's just a by the by that's a beautiful message to, to send to everybody thank you so much yeah